Okay, you ready? Go. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything in Los Angeles and ThinkFabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. And I'm Kimber Hill. Today is Friday, April 11th, 2008. Thank you. Two of a kind. For your information, we're two of a kind. Two of a kind. It's my observation. We're two. That possible? Two on perfect on the first take? Do you think? Absolutely yeah, possible. Absolutely possible. I think it's Shibumi. I think we pulled it off. Shibumi. Effortless perfection. Effortless perfection. That would be me. That Sounds would be like you. a car commercial to me, actually. Ooh, I love these little nuts you give me. Excuse me? These little munchies you give me before the show. It's so yummy. Thank you very much. Is that Your a pistachio? Hospitality is what it's all about. Is that a pistachio? It is indeed. It looks like a pistachio. Luscious. Yeah, it is. Look, it's, it tastes buttery. Mmm. I love it. Okay, well, welcome to Sounds Fabulous. You can't talk about you can't eat while you're All right, I'll people. finish chewing. You chat while I'm done. Well, it all happened when I was really young. <laughs> I was never really young. There I was. There I was. Walking down the street, minding my own business. Okay, time to get to business. Okay. Uh, in this program, we uh, listen to your um, issues that we hear on the Sounds Fabulous hotline. We read your email on the air. And we talk about different elements of the... Uh, of solution. Uh, of solution. We, yeah. we talk about how to apply certain... Sounds fabulous elements, the 12 elements of thinking fabulous, to your problem. That's right. To help solve your problem. Yeah, right. And solving it makes you richer, better, and stronger. Of course. Now, who is our uh, who's our first call in today on the Sounds Fabulous hotline? Who called in today? It was a woman named Cynthia from San Pedro, California. Cynthia. All right. Well, we'll give Cynthia a listen to. Let's hear what Cynthia has to say. Hi, Sounds Fabulous. This is Cynthia from San Pedro. Um, my two concerns are, one, financial. I am a single mom with three kids, and I know an option is to maybe get a second job and pay off my debts faster, but then that means also paying for babysitters and less time with my children, which is not a real big option for me. My second concern is my relationship with my children. My younger ones are pretty good, but I have an older son, which is 11, um, it seems to just be going downhill, and um, I don't know how to fix it. Everything I try backfires. Um, he's already seen psycholo a psychologist, and um, he's got very strong um, feelings about the divorce and the whole situation between me and his father. So um, those are my two questions. Thank you. Bye. Well, it sounds to me like uh, Cynthia has a very uh, common and yet not very uncomplicated problem. She's a single mom. Um, she she approaches with two problems. She's got, you know, of course, financial issues, trying to make ends meet as a single mom with three kids. But also, she's concerned about her oldest son, right, and her relationship with him, right. So let's address the single mom issue first, um, and her financial situation. Um, you know, it, what you? Um, well, I like what occurred to you. What was that? It occurred to you that you are seeing a consistent uh, call out from people about having more money. Yeah, it seems to be a common problem where people honestly believe that they could solve their problems by, but if I just had a little bit more money. Right. Um, and yet so many times we hear people say, money doesn't buy happiness, but <laughs> I'm always welcoming anyone to give us the opportunity to prove that. <laughs> I would like to be the person that Please, they, yes. they test that on. Yeah, test it out because no one really believes it. Most of us 
believe that we don't have enough money to get by. But don't we all have more money now than we did a year ago or two years ago? I don't think having money is really the problem here, is it? Well, I don't know if you want to call it. not. Well, what I think the universe does is it nudges us to become more authentic. And if you are really interested in becoming authentic, then it's a good idea for you to look at what your life work is. And if you're doing your life work and you're working your life, then you begin to prosper more evenly and it has a longer lasting um, capability of funding all of the things that you want to have in your life. So a lot of some of our people have said, well, if I just got a car or I have these kids and I have a job, people consider these outside, uh, let's say companies, their source. But as you focus on your authenticity in your spiritual development, you realize that your life work is the pool of resource that you want to begin to mold and exercise and develop, well, and then you expand in your money. Let me speak for Th Cynthia when I think um, she would probably say, based on the information that she's given us in this phone call, uh -huh. that her life's work is her kids. That's correct. So she's not she's not out there trying to be no, in no, no, Gandhi. I don't think she's she's not that. trying to, you know. I don't think she's saying what, that. Well, I think one of her the most important thing going on in her life right now is her mother. Is her family. Is right. her is her mothering. Right. And and so I think this call is a this call right now is a tribute to that. That's exactly what her concerns are. How do I make ends meet while maintaining my life's work, which is raising these kids? Honestly, I don't think authenticity is her problem. I think her problem and I and I beg your forgiveness for disagreeing with you on this. I think her problem is in appreciation. And with with many of our callers who call in and say, if I just had more money, I'd be happier. If I could just make ends meet, or if I could have a better, bigger, fabulous car. That's not the problem. The car won't help you. What will help you is appreciation. Appreciating the car that you have. Appreciating the life that you have, the time that you have with your kids. Appreciating the fact that you have a job and you can keep, you're can you currently making ends meet. If you weren't making ends meet, you wouldn't have a house. You'd be on the street with your kids, right? Yeah, but um, I don't agree with you because, well, I think that it's a great thing for you to have that. And when each one of these, we're referring to the, 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 the last two um, chapters in this series, in our new season right now, where both of these women have... Neither one of them has has disgraced what they own. They say they want to have so that they can be more full and fat in their life. That's P-H-A-T. So that's why I'm saying authenticity is a way of developing this, the character of oneself to be in a position for expansion so that you don't consider the car your source necessarily or the job your source but that you begin to put all of your bricks so you're building a I bigger, see. more fabulous mansion for tomorrow, I for see. today, so what you're saying is if she wants to be a better mother, then well, she be wasn't talking about being a better mother. She was talking about supp supplying her family that she's struggling. Okay, first of all, she's struggling. Right. So to get out of the struggle river, because there's a lot of people in that same river, they want to be like salmon. They want to go against the river. Let's go upstream. This is what we do. Look at all of my neighbors are going upstream. Look at my bosses going upstream. Look at my priest goes upstream. Right. Well, just because everybody's going upstream doesn't make it the most fabulous way to go. If you want to have a fabulous life, you move into integrity so that you're building a mansion of your life. And the mansion takes brick by brick, day by day, week by week, month by month. And as you get into your life work or your work life, you begin to get into a river, a flow, a natural flow, which was established at the moment you were born. And you begin to build an edifice that glorifies. You want to glorify all of your talents, skills, and abilities. And then the universe begins to mold shape 
offer opportunity expands your money, expands your funding accounts, expands the type of car you get the choice to have. How would she go about um, working more towards increasing the authenticity in her life? To help this problem, I'm, I'm I got a okay. disconnect. I'm I'm not connecting okay. the two. Well, authenticity in in the way that it's used in the Think Fabulous uh, Twelve Elements can be misconstrued under its normal usage. Authenticity is the authentic self is what we are advocating for people to come home, come back, come to center, and then move forward out. However, a lot of us have been existing on the surface, taking our our cues from. Um, the books, the schools, our parents and our friends who are also in very struggle-like lifestyles. So authenticity means saying, what did I come here to do? And you look for clues. Well, when I was a kid, I really liked to be in the kitchen and cook. Okay, that's a clue. Um, or I really loved to be able to do mechanics, even if you're a girl. I mean, whatever the case, there was clues about who you are that is of non-resistance, that comes easy for you. Step into that non-resistant easiness of being you, moves you into the authenticity of the you that we're looking to blossom and grow here. And how will stepping into that authentic self for her help her provide better for her family? Because opportunities begin to show up. When you're going oh. against the grain and you're doing stuff on the surface as you've as it has been illustrated to you you don't step into the river of life into the flow of good fortune as authenticity moves in and the natural capabilities of yourself begin to project and be a part of a conversation between your heart and your soul and your soul and your world then opportunities arise people may go hey you know what i have a brand new opening at my restaurant cynthia i'm i mean i'm fabricating this her i don't know what her uh, what her natural talents are but i have this opportunity for a sous chef at my and i think you're cute nice and kind so what work for me what you're assuming here is that her current employment or whatever she's doing now is a band-aid is a band-aid it's right. not it's not authentic because no. it's not paying her what she's worth to to make her comfortable to keep her family right going. and it's a it's a it's a glass ceiling you know i mean i'm sure well any any occupation if you're just doing it occupationally to pay your mortgage and to be in your car and take care of your electricity bill all have a glass ceiling that were not implemented by the abundant corporate situation we have here in the United States, it was implemented by our own self, um, small thinking. And so when you get into being who you are and you begin to build bricks on who you are and what you came here to do and you let go of, well, what's really going to earn me a lot of money? That is inconsequential. What is going to allow me to f be fulfilled at the end of the day where again, I can pour I, forth my good my Again, good deeds? I disagree with you. Okay. Um, this might be a great idea for someone who doesn't have a great deal of responsibility, but she's got three kids to feed. She's got three kids to clothe and right. three kids to have a roof over her own. Right. She, I, I don't really see how she can um, stop putting a, you know, taking care of business, so to speak, and right. taking care of the family, mm -hmm. and simply step into her authentic self and know that her family is taken care of. No, she needs to be a little mm -hmm. more proactive than that. No, you're right. This is, you didn't, she didn't get to uh, the amount of kids she has and a job she has, and, uh, you know, whether it's a house or an apartment, in an overnight situation. It was a progressive, evolving situation. Right. So, she's so what I'm suggesting is tonight, out. sit down and say to your, huh? <laughs> she's going to have to evolve out. Yeah, She's exactly. going to have to devolve. Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to reinvent yourself. It's part of the excitement of being human. So when she wakes up uh, tomorrow morning, she can go, starting here, starting now, my authentic, my authentic self is stepping forward into my fabulous, vast river of good fortune, and every person, place, and thing is going to be here to spoil 
um, fortuitously, all of the great things that I've come here to do. Oh, my God, I feel it coming, coming good, coming on, coming strong. <laughs> when we come back in a few minutes, we'll be talking about Cynthia's second question, which is about her relationship with her son in the midst of this nasty divorce that she's going through. Yes, yes. Uh, and that'll take us to the end of our show today. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. We'll be right back after these messages. to actively address Cynthia's second question, which is about the problems she's having with her 11-year-old yeah, son. Um, I understand that she said that he's been in counseling. Uh, she said he's going downhill. I wish I had a better idea of what that Well, maybe they live on an means. incline. <laughs> and she's on the way down Maybe the he's a skier. To get some it's milk. very expensive to yeah, ski. Yeah, a skateboarder. Yeah. It's all about the money again. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, she uh, mentioned her problem with her son, and he's going downhill, but he's 11. I would expect this from a 12, 13, 14-year-old. I think that's all the same neighborhood. You think so? Yeah, that age. No, actually, I think 11 is really young. It's, she's start, yeah. This problem is starting early for her. Well, it's a good time to be whiny and mischievous <laughs> and you know, and not have... You know, I mean, when I was 11, um, our being, having been 11... It's a really confusing time. You're only two years out of single digits. You That's know? true. You just entered into double digits. And it's true. You're not quite a teen. No. You're not until you hit 13. You're, a, you're what they call you, a tween. You're, you're 11, you're 12, and then 13. I mean, you know, the Christians, the Jews, all of the, all the hoopla that happens when you're a teen. But prior to that, you're still in this window of confusion. So, And here's this boy with a, you know, a badass dad and a sweet-ass mom and... You gotta try to begin to find your root in what I believe you came to the brilliant conclusion, having your con consistency in your family, opposite of my family. <laughs> um, Everybody thinks that their own family is screwed up. I didn't say next, that. I said yours was consistent. And the consistent. guy next door had the best family. Well, no, you're, you know, you're uh, the boy from. Let's back up. One of the things that I said when listening to this was that I thought maybe the best thing that Cynthia could do for her son is to not worry so much about the battle and be more concerned with the war. In other words, think about what the kid is going to need next year, the year from now, five years from now, rather than dealing with the small petty issues that might be going on down between her and her husband and the, and the, and the son mm -hmm. with he said, she said. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a parent's job to, to provide with their child with consistent you know, shelter, discipline, and, and, and routine, basically, routine. And I think um, that would probably serve her in the long run. I, I think you're right. 
And I wasn't expecting you to say what you said. So um, which one of these 12 elements do you think is most appropriate well, I, I to the one that you're, which I would say would probably be discipline. I would dis discipline and, and uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Discipline. Is this a cocktail? Is this a mix well and stir situation? Well, I was thinking discipline and, and integrity, but you know, discipline, is discipline. Probably, it's probably the hardest thing for moms to do. And to I can't say because I'm not a mom, but to, to be disciplined and say, this is our routine. These are the rules you break, the rules, these are the privileges you leave. I'm not going to flex on these. I'm not going to budge on these. I'm going to be consistent. Consistency is not one of the 12 elements, but it should be. I mean, this is something, this is incredibly important because in the long run, her son is going to remember that, right. you know, dad may have been easy on me on these days and, and goofy on these days and tough on those days, but, but mama's consistent right. all the time. I agree with you. And at a time when he's really going to need to know that that consistency is there, mm -hmm. it, it will serve her. It may not serve her today. We may not see it today as a, as a value, but uh, down the road, it will be. Yeah. I think that's really huge, especially, uh, you know, when I heard you say about the whole thing um what was your word uh the routine yeah it you know just like my my uh the animals that i share my life with are really tuned into routine i for the first time probably since my childhood at at my gorgeous age of 46 right now have experienced for the last 24 months some of the most routine i've ever had in my whole life emotionally physically spiritually everywhere and i really say wow Routine is really fabulous. You know, it's funny. It's no teen or preteen will ever ask you for routine, but but I think it's really there's a stability that's involved yeah. in that routine is really incredibly important. Right, and yeah. I really know that now. And when I heard you say it, I really knew that it was a great thing that you had come across and that you had obviously experienced it because you have to have something in you in order for you to dispense your wisdom. So you had that in your childhood. Well, I think one of the things Cindy needs to keep in mind is that if you know she's having trouble with him now, she's going to have trouble with these issues for quite some time. So the best thing that she can do is set up a strong, consistent, loving, <laughs> consistent environment right. for her son to, um, to be... Um, in. Well, Whether you know, and the other thing I have to, just to add a little bit more light into, because um, off mic, Cynthia mentioned that um, he has this impression, her son, and, and I uh, I think there are many kids like this, her son has an impression that he's the man of the house and that he has to um, accept that role. And she's struggling when she's sitting in their living room and her one of her daughters or somebody is doing something they're not supposed to the son thinks it's he's obligated to do something and she she says to him honey i'm right here you can do that if, if i'm not in your space so this young child has burdened himself with not only dealing with the the quagmire of being in a home without his dad and trying and with a dad who speaks down about his mom and that whole thing that can go on but he also shoulders this idea that he's supposed to be a man he's not even He's not even a teen yet. Yeah, poor kid is is confused. Right. And so the best gift that Cynthia can give him is his future by, by just being consistent. Right. By being the mom and the disciplinarian right. and being stern with him and right. showing him love when he needs it. Right. And and letting him know that um, she's not going to falter. She's not going to waver. That she's right. going to be this person all the time. And I think our moms did that. And then our father came in on the backup. If if uh, something got hairier out of hand. You know, it's kind of like, wait till your father gets home. <laughs> Even though my father would come home and go, oh, God, okay, well, let's just do this right in front of your mom. As soon as she's out of the way, we'll 
change the way it looks. Honestly, this has been one of the most interesting, but also one of the most difficult calls we've gotten um, because it really deals with real life issues and real problems. And kids, and we don't have and any. Kids, and we don't have any. <laughs> and not that we don't want them, but um, this is a really difficult place for Cynthia, Cynthia to be in. And I and, right. I and I feel for you, Cynthia, if you're listening. And uh, which is I w- compassion. And I wish you all the best of luck. Which is empathy. And uh, I would really love to. Uh, hear from her in a couple of years and find out uh, how she did. Yeah, okay, well we welcome you to call back, Cynthia from San Pedro. You've been listening to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and God bless America, thinkfabulous.com <laughs> I'm Tommy Gable. And I am Camber Thank Hill. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh my God.